Welcome to episode number nine of the Wiretap Podcast with hey. your host Alex and Carlos. What's up, everybody? Welcome Carlos. back. Yeah, man. Carlos, very. How you important. doing, man? How you doing? You doing all right today? I'm I'm doing great, but we got some uh, housekeeping rules really quick. By the way, before you get to your housekeeping rules, it looks like the housekeeper in that room. Uh, behind you, put a nice little plant back there. That's it's really. Oh, nice. it's giving life to my room because I don't get out much. This is my cave. I don't, I don't leave this, you know. So it's like it's sometimes, I I crave that mother nature. Mm, you you mean you you don't see sunlight, man? No, nah, man. But it, listen, whoop, real quick. Bro? Well, hold on, hold on. House rule, house rules. We got. Want to let our listeners know that. Uh, we are on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube, and we got a brand new. Which one is it, Carlos? iHeartRadio, guys. We're on iHeartRadio now. We've we've uh, officially been able to conquer four platforms uh, to serve you in the capacities that you are focused on, that you like, uh, that perhaps maybe you tend to go more, you know, lean more towards. So, as Alex has said, it's YouTube, Spotify iHeartRadio, and of course, Spotify. There you go. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, man. Spotify. No, no, but listen, listen, guys. We, we want to we wanna appreciate all the listeners that are out there. If you guys can Apple share Music. with your friends, uh, with your friends and family members, or just share with people who think they can get some value out of the show, we would appreciate it. That way it'll help us just grow and, and continue to provide some value to everyone that's out there listening to us. And we appreciate that. And um, we'll go what ahead the, and kick what, off the show. Have you seen the, some of the analytics, man, that uh, we've got listeners all the way out in California to the uh, East coast. So we've got from coast to coast, from Cali to New York, man, I'm excited about that. So welcome again, as Alex has said, uh, I don't know about you, Alex, but have you seen some of the, I, I got a, a, I guess you could say a question uh, the other day on one of our platforms, they were asking, uh, what, when it comes to their finances, right? When it comes to how they handle their money, the question was, can you simplify how you budget your finances? So what I did was I thought to myself, okay, I thought, I thought we've covered this, but I think it's totally okay to cover oh, it no, again. For sure. For uh, sure. that's, which is, uh, I'm, I'm totally cool with, but, uh, I, I've always, I've always operated under the. 50, 30, 20 rule. Uh, I don't know. I, I think you, uh, you have a different set of rules, Alex, that you operate by. I do. Uh, but for me, it's, it's uh, the 50%, of course, uh, goes into anything that is a necessity, right? Uh, anything that I need to cover. Sometimes it doesn't always hit the 50% mark, right? But I give myself that kind of wiggle room. Uh, and then, of course, when it comes to, you know, uh, look, those necessities are, you know, your non-negotiables. Let, let me just say that. Uh, I don't want anybody to get. To yeah, you got to break it down. Means. You got to break it yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely should. You know, I'm talking like housing, whether that's mortgage, whether that's rent. Uh, when it comes to your bills, whether that's a car payment, whether that's, uh, you know, credit cards, anything that you've got to pay that you, it's hard for you to get out of, even loans, whether they're secured, unsecured, doesn't matter. Those are necessities. You've got to take care of those because if you take care of those, you'll live a different life. You'll live a good life. You'll live a comfortable life. 
and you certainly want to focus on that. So 50% of my revenue where I, I intend not to overextend myself, of course. Uh, and then I get into the, the 30, 20, right? The 30, uh, I get into my wants. Uh, that's, that's that dining, right? That's that entertainment. That's that money that if I can, if I've got that opportunity to do that and to break it down that way, I'll do it. And then the 20% are strictly dedicated to my financial goals, uh, whether that's paying off debt, whether that's uh, money putting away, putting money away for retirement, uh, investments, uh, things, of that, things of that nature. I tend to work off of that 50, 30, 20. So for me, those of you that are asking, uh, that specific person who asked, that is the way I do my finances. That's the way I budget. You know, sometimes I will, I will say this, there are times, right, where that 50, 30, 20 could be, you know, 40, 40, 20, uh, depending on what's going on that particular month. But I try to stick and I try to keep my discipline on that 50, 30, 20. Alex, what about you, man? So it's a, I'm a little bit different. I, I, I agree to a certain degree your beginning portion, right? A 50, 30, 20 rule. And uh, what I like to do, it's actually a little bit different. You focus your 50% on all your bills, take care of all your bills. Um, 20% would be take care of you first, right? So that's me. For me, that's either savings. And then the, and then your other 20 or 30 at this moment in time could be all your wants and everything. That's the beginning portion but I like to change it up once you achieve a certain level of savings, right? Once you achieve a certain number that you're comfortable in case of emergency pops up and you have- So you set money. a threshold for your savings. So, so for example, yes, I set yeah. goals every year of certain, a certain money. I have to hit this do- dollar. After that, everything starts going yeah. in investments. Yeah. Investments. So this is why I change it up. Once you achieve that level of savings that you- want to achieve um so i like to do that 30 percent initially you like so 50 30 upfront savings and then the 20 percent you want once you get to that level of comfortable of savings i change and i go 50 20 20 10 and what i mean is 50 percent all your bills and responsibilities 20 continue doing a little bit of savings uh 20 would be your wants and then 10 percent of that goes towards investments so now you're at liberty to do more investments and acquire more, you know, like uh, stocks, for example, if that's what you're into, or or maybe you're you're doing something else where you want to maybe um, saving towards uh, real estate, right? You're trying to get a house later yeah, on no, to absolutely. rent or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you get another bank account and you in and here's my secret: if you guys are not so able to save or keep your money, you're not really good at keeping your books in order and you just want to be uh, like, not think about it too hard. What you do is you open several banking accounts. And what I mean is you have one that's uh, your regular checking every day, uh, whatever you're going to use for your account. Another one is uh, checking accounts for your bills. So if let's just say you're married or you have a partner, you get one of your checks to go automatically to your bills checking account, you get the other check to go into your normal savings account. And then, um, then you got your savings account, right? So what you do is you put all your money. That's your play money. For example, it's going to go into one checking account, your bills account. That's where you're going to automatically move all your money 
towards paying off your bills. That could be your mortgage, car payments, whatever you want. Like that money automatically from your normal checking account hits that checking account that's for bills. Hmm. And then you move your money into savings. So now you don't even have to think about it. You, all the money that's left over in your in your first checking account, which is your, your play money or your wants, right? It, it's money that you're able to spend. All your, all your bills and your mandatory things have already been moved the money aside, out of sight, out of mind. That's money gone. And you don't think about it. And I think that helps. Uh, for myself, it's been, I help, it helps tremendously. And I'm pretty sure there's out, people out there that if you can do that, it'll help you keep a little bit more organized and, and know where your money is going towards uh, your savings and, and go from there. Hmm. That's a, that's a, I've never, I've never, I guess it, it just boils down to what type of discipline works for you, right? There's got to be a method to the madness. Uh, for me, uh, I don't necessarily use uh, multiple accounts, and that's because I keep everything on spreadsheets. So I break down that one account into a spreadsheet that has various categories, and then I know where I'm at at the end of the, whether that's a biweekly period, a weekly period, or a monthly period, and I know that as long as let I've me, been disciplined enough, my numbers will balance out on my spreadsheet. Let me, so, let me know, add. That's, that's another way of doing it, of course. So, so let me add that the reason why I do that that way is because let's just say you sometimes. It's called she money. Have, do you know what that is? She money? Yeah, she money. Like, you know like what that a she is? said or something? No, probably no, not. No, no, no. She money is money she don't know about. No, no, no. So, <laughs> no, that's a different savings account. I'm just kidding. But no, it's. What I was going to say, Folks, though, uh, is make sure you have an account that's called the she money account money. She don't know about. She don't know about. <laughs> no, no, no. You know how you get like, say you go somewhere or you got a bill that's pending and it may take a couple of days to clear out. Yeah, You're keeping yeah. your your record books. But if you have one account and all your bills are going and you're spending money for groceries and going to the movies and going to a restaurant, all that stuff is pending. So you can't really know if you're not keeping those record books. Right. But if you already move all your bills to the other, it doesn't matter if all these are pending or if it takes a couple of days because that's money that you already assume that is gone because that's your bills. The money that you have in the other account, it's easier for you to spend because when you go to a restaurant, it's normally right away, right? So um, unless you're following my other rule, where is use that venture card or your Amex card your to card. pay all your bills to get correct to your credit card to get all those points. Right, and then you use you. Do you? Sorry, uh, sorry, Alex. So, do you do you have enough in that account that you know you call it your 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 whatever fund, right? Uh, I call mm -hmm. it a slush fund if that's the case, where everything just anything that you need to do your slush fund that's in there. Do you keep a cushion in there? Almost uh, to, I mean, ultimately the way I see that is that can get dangerous though, don't you think, man? Do you keep a balance uh, your slush fund where you know, you use it to go out because things are processing. They take time mm -hmm. to come out. Uh, do you keep a balance shield in there just in case? No, I don't have any, any, anything in there. That be, um, as far as that's money that obviously hmm. you still have a mental thing where you know what you're spending and you got to and, and you know what, what, what do you have for your next paycheck, right? Or yeah. whatever you're doing. So yeah. automatically you move money to your bills, money to your savings money that just left over for all your wants. If you, if you use it all great, if not, you still got money left over for more, take that money. Just don't get towards... into overdraft fees. That's, that's my, oh, no, no, no. With something like that. Yeah. 
No, because you got to know, dude. And if it is, and you got a big purchase, and maybe you didn't, well, you move money from your savings over to that to cover it up. But yeah. you don't want to do savings is money gone. Think about it that way. So this is why I tell some other people is like, oh, do you live in like paycheck to paycheck? Because you hear that all the time, right, Carlos? Oh, like people live in paycheck. So I don't, first of all, I'm happy to say, right, that I don't live that way, but mentally I do, mm. right? Mm. Because if you're following this discipline rules, you're taking your money and automatically moving it towards savings, taking that money, throwing it into investments. You have to be disciplined and you have to pretend like you're living that paycheck to paycheck because you're trying to make your money eventually work for your for you, right? That's the ultimate goal. So you got to, in a way, think that you are living paycheck, pay, paycheck you know? You know, I, you... I would, I would, no, 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 I, I, I get it. It's a, it's a very, uh, it's a very intricate process that you've got, to be honest with you, man. It, it can get complicated for those who aren't disciplined and you don't know what you have in different accounts. That can get complicated. But, you know, at the end of the day, someone like you, you know where your money's at and you know that day before you take off and jump in that car and ride out in that Range Rover, the reality is you know exactly, right, what your goal and what your limit well, is that day. Listen, if I'm being truthful here, I got... One, two, three, four, five. I got five different, six, six different accounts, right? So I got two, um, two of them are checkings. One of them is, it's a, it's emergency funds. The other one is a, a, a backup to that emergency fund. Yep. And then I have one that's invest, it's all invested. And so, but I don't, I don't count that because, you know, um, I have it, someone else manages that money. And then that money goes, and then I have another one that I throw it into my E-Trade account. So it's like, you got to know where your money's at and how you're moving it. But at the ultimate, it, it really, you got to be disciplined. And, and honestly, if I get in a pinch or we buy something, it's like, dude, I just move money over from my, from yeah. my savings over and you yeah. cover that. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's it's the same thing. But I mean, I, I've got four accounts. So uh, yeah, see what I'm saying? Yes, it's, it's, I, I get that. You, but you know, it's for me, it's, it's, it's I, I work off of a spreadsheet, but you know, that's, that's only because that's my discipline, right? That's the way it works for me. Mm -hmm. And I've got to watch. I do. I really do, man. I don't know about you guys out there listening, but I watch every penny that goes in and I watch every penny that comes out, right? Oh, uh, I watch it. I mean, I watch everything too, because you got to know where your money's going. You know, sometimes my wife gets a little bit buying too much Amazon, you know, everybody's mm. buying. So it's like, you got to like, okay, what's that for? And it's not like you can, you're controlling anything. Cause I don't control, you know, how she spends or anything, but no, it's no, no, like, you got to know that, okay, well, I had this for this and we were trying to do this. And, and I operate just the same way everybody else does. It's like, oh, this is, we're using this for this. It's not, I'm not pulling out of savings. Like I told you savings is money gone for me. So yeah. it's like, oh, Not we don't existing. have money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't budget for that. We had. We have to wait for that. It's like that. I didn't. I didn't have that in my budget. It was like, oh, you want that? Well, well let's budget that out, right? So yeah. that's yeah. kind of that's kind of my way. And you know what? It starts off. If I if I can encourage anybody out there, it starts off slow, slow, and then you start building it. You start building it. It's like, wow, I got ten. I got fifteen. Wow, I got twenty. Oh, dang! And it keeps going and going. Well, you know, you're then, sitting on fifty, sixty grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you you're sitting on it. You're just like, wow, okay. Well, I need to put this money to use. And now it's like, okay, welcome to the club. Now you got to start investing. Let's 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 figure out where to put that money, and do your research, do your homework. Yeah, no, no, no. I I I like it. I really do. I I like it. It's again, it's a different approach. It works. 
uh, for everybody in different ways. And, and I would say to, uh, to our listeners uh, and even viewers, right? Tell us how you do it, right? Tell us, tell us the way you make your budget happen every month. Uh, you know, I know some that will probably say, hey, I just, I just, man, I just swipe my card and, and whatever balance at the end of the day I've got is whatever balance at the end of the day, which works for you, right? But when you've got goals, right, you need to set these disciplines down. You need to come up with a rule, whether that's a 50-30-20, whether that's a 50-20-20-10, whichever way you want to go, you've and got to break hey, down and those by the, categories. In that beginning, and at the beginning, it could it could only be... 80% towards your bills because you got a lot of credit cards. You made some bad, bad decisions and you overspent. And, and you, so at the beginning, it could be 80, 20, right? Well, you're, you're, you're spending 80 and you're doing your wants, but guess yeah. what? But guess what? Take your wants to 10% and then do all everything throw 10% to savings, get that emergency fund started ASAP. Right. And, and like I said, or it could be 90%, but the, the, the thing is you got to slowly start working where you, you start, trying to do one of these rules. I don't know which one you want to do, but any of these rules is great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, if there's anything that I would encourage you to do, if you're wondering, how do I put these goals together? You know, what are some of my goals? I would say, if you don't know where to start, I would encourage you to take 12 months of your living expenses. Now, removing the wants, remo uh, removing entertainment, stuff like that, and focusing strictly on necessities. If you want a goal, make it your goal to save 12 months of your living expenses, right? So whatever that number is for you, take that number, multiply it by 12, and that should be your goal for the year. To me, man, spending money on food, right? It's like, you use like, because going to PA chains, you know, it's off the chain, right? Mm. <laughs> but you, mm. sometimes it's like, well, when mm. you got, when you're trying to go Friday, Saturday and Sunday, cause I know yeah, I, I, I live that life. I used to that, be yeah. the, you know, yeah, but it's like, yeah. ah, you know, Fridays yeah. is this, let's, let's, let's relax a little, maybe Saturday. <laughs> and then Sunday you, you pull it back a little bit. You don't, you don't have to go crazy all the time. And slowly you can start saving some of that money or using it towards paying one of your credit cards or something, right, whatever you got. Right, right. Start making start making some serious dents, whether that's towards your debt, whether that's towards your savings, but really develop a discipline as you move forward. Now, here's the thing. Now, this is personal finance. Uh, I, I wanna I, I wanted to to pick your brain, Alex, on uh, since we're talking about finance. You know, when it comes to, uh, you brought up a good point the other day. Let's talk about business, right? Uh, I love entrepreneurship. I'm an entrepreneur myself. Uh, I love making life happen that way. You know, I read a quote the other day and, and, and the quote is, uh, paychecks are designed to crush your dreams. <laughs> so as an entrepreneur, whether that's a side hustle, whether that's something that you're moving towards, there is, a, there is something that comes about that, you know, sometimes, uh, uh, I don't know about you, but I remember the other day you were asking me the question, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship, uh, when it comes to starting the journey of being an entrepreneur or starting a side hustle, whatever the case may be, some of the things that usually come across uh, people's desk or people's mind is they start to wonder, perhaps maybe I need a partner, right? Perhaps maybe I need someone, uh, whether that's a sidekick, whether that's someone uh, that, that is truly a partner. Sometimes or, when you begin that journey, you need some help. I mean, would you agree to that? Yeah, yeah. Or and it's not even, um, I'm not sure. Go ahead and go with your, finish your thought there and then we'll go because I know that the listener was interested in, in um, the 
so one of the questions was, how do you get your, you know, if your partner, your lo- or your loved one, or y- your husband, or your boyfriend, or your wife, your girlfriend, is doing their side hustle, and yeah. you know, you got those motivations, but maybe you're not as good at it as maybe she is, or maybe she is not as good at doing it as you are, right? So it's like, how do how do you become a better partner, or when do you know when? Hey. Maybe my hustle is not working out. Let me see what I can do to help her hustle. And yeah. how do you go from there? And go ahead with your thoughts. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna wanna go and expand a little bit more in depth of what I what I think and then go from yeah. there. Yeah. Well, in that specific scenario, you, you've got to twist some things because I was going to lead into some of the characteristics of do's and don'ts of business partnerships, right? But if okay. it's a partner that is your, uh, whether that's your wife or your husband or your significant other or uh, your side chick or your side piece, I don't know, whatever the case may be, ultimately, if one person is doing better at the other piece, I would say you always need to look at the numbers right? Anytime you start to evaluate or assess uh, what is going to work out, you know, much better, uh, if, if the probability rate is higher, if the success rate is higher, if the key performance indicator, your KPI is greater in certain, look, the numbers will never lie, right? I've always said mm-hmm. that numbers don't tell the whole story but they do tell a good bit of the story. So my my response to that particular scenario is w- you should know when it's time to quit, when one hustle or one particular journey is out hustling and outperforming the other. I, I would say to you or that individual, don't overthink it, right? Don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Ultimately, when that support comes in, to something that's overperforming, bro, imagine the magnitude, right? Imagine the impact, imagine the success, imagine the results when you throw someone else into the formula, right? And they come alongside you and they help you as you move forward, right? So I would say always look at the numbers and be real with the numbers. Don't overinflate, right? Don't, don't uh, you know, try to build in cushion that really isn't there. I'm not talking unrealized stuff. I'm talking real time, realized gains, real numbers, uh, uh, minimize your burn rate as much as possible. And at the end of the day, are there sales? Is it generating revenue? What does that look like? Is it surpassing others? Look, again, I always will always go no, back so- to follow the numbers. Follow the numbers. Okay, so there's a different approach. I think you took it very analytical, which is okay. Um, yeah. I, I think because you got to do a balance, right? So it's figuring out how to have a healthy relationship with with your family, with your with your family. Whether that could be your 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 wife, your kids, or your husband, if it's the other way around, yeah. right? The, there's no there's no perfect couple out there, and it, it's really it's really hard to balance work and your side hustle and and also having a healthy relationship so knowing having a a dialogue having an open dialogue know where you where you can help because we all get you know we can get all cut up in our day-to-day hustle right you you can get busy you can you can get uh 
soaked into it and then you start forgetting your your family time and that starts creating a little bit of resent uh, resentment right because it's like dude yeah. you're doing this so you got to prioritize i think your family and also what you're doing and then talking i think the the key thing here is communication and then also say she may not be good at social media or you may not be good but you're good on doing this back back end doing um connections that's how you help right it's like okay how do i help or maybe you're 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 helping by taking care of the kids making sure everything else so she could focus a little bit more or you're focused a little bit more on on what you're doing you know and, and i think both parties have to see that if you're the one that's actually doing the the side hustle you also got to acknowledge why well, can't I couldn't be doing this if my partner is not focused on the on the kids or focusing our on our regular things in order for me to focus on this. I, I think that's where, where they're going is like, how do you balance? So it's not a competition and don't treat it like a competition. That's what I would say. And I'm not, you know, I've started to do a little bit stuff here and there and you work through those kind of scenarios, but it, it's kind of don't take it as a competition because you're both guys working together, right? So, so the way you're seeing, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, other. so comp, yeah, compliment each other. Do in the other person, if you're the one that's providing or doing this hustle and is giving you guys money or, or doing this is making sure that, Hey, that person acknowledges the other person because the stuff that they're taking care of is also important. So, so I'm sorry. I, you're absolutely right. I took it down. Uh, I, I took it in such of an approach of a, of an assessment, right? What is going to work mm -hmm. out? What's not? I feel like what you're doing and, and what you're referring to, Alex, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, it's the philosophy in an environment where there are nothing but hustlers, right? In an environment mm -hmm. that both of you, uh, no matter how you are identifying yourselves, you're both hustlers. And what is the philosophy around that hustle? You know, if anything, I would say, what you've done is exactly that, Alex. You have established parameters, right? You have established some non-negotiables. And I think that's exactly what needs to happen in a relationship. If you are in a relationship where both of you are hustlers and time and the, that time constraint and that battle as to what's going to happen next is going to take place and something is, is going to over-prioritize something else, I would encourage those individuals to sit down, set those parameters, have that discussion, right? Healthy discussion and set real rules. Hey, look, from this time to this time, on this day and this day, look, you both have schedules, right? You both have schedules. You both need to sit down, review your schedules. And that's what you call communication. Listen, yeah. I know exactly the way that works. So I would say to you, honestly, or to whoever is listening, and this was your question, strictly focus on those rules, those non-negotiables. When you begin to focus and break those down, your communication is one, going to be through the roof, number one. Two, when those things come, you both have those clear and set expectations. And no one is trying to figure out what the other one is trying to do, right? Uh, oh, is this happening because of it? No, no, no. We've established these parameters. We've established these rules. We can't negotiate on those because this has to happen in order for this to take off. So I would say exactly that, Alex. No, you're right. So You need so, to establish so those ground rules. Yeah. So it's that not so fun conversations, right? 
but I oh, think absolutely. it's key. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think it's key and also humbling ourselves to say, you know, hey, when you screw up, you screw up, right? And I think if you're the hustler, you also got to make sure that you pro you make time or prioritize scheduling yourself time if that's what it takes to spend time with your partner, to spend time playing with your kids, because that's important too, right? Um, and to take it back a little bit to the analytical part where you were saying is when does it make sense? Say both of us are hustlers and 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 then one of them is taking off and the other one's not, but we still got kids and we got other obligations. Someone has to take care of them. So that's where it makes sense. Okay, well, I need to drop my hustle, right? Or maybe because it's not producing or, as or much. Or find as the other a different one. time, right? Find a different yeah. time. You know, yeah. Find uh, uh, and 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 don't get upset when things don't go accordingly. So here's a good story that, that someone yeah. told me, right? Want to hear it's a story? Like, Want to hear a story? Yeah, here's a story. So the, you got a you got a husband and a wife. Story right? time. Make this business, and they want to see where it goes. So they start making money, 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 money. And the business goes up to $300,000 in profit a year. The husband says, the husband says, Hey, you know, I'm good. This is what I think I'm, I'm good here. I don't want to, but the, but the wife is more ambitious. She wants to be, make the business go into a million dollar business. So he's like, Hey, I want to step back and kind of do a smaller role and hire, we can hire somebody that'll do that. So we can take it that hundred business and that's perfectly fine. But to the person that's more ambitious, don't be mad when your husband, right, is sitting on the on the couch because he wanted to be at a, a certain comfortable level, and you're the one that was ambitious and wanted to take the business to a million dollars. That's what that's what the story uh, goes for that particular couple, and, and it's like, well, know that he's taking care of other things, and you chose to go this route while he didn't want to. He wanted to be more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So and that's kind of where I go back to acknowledge what the other person is doing and know that both of you work to a certain level to get to where you're at. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, listen, in, in any relationship and, and I'm, and, and I'll say this uh, to whoever that may be uh, in any relationship, whether that's a romantic relationship, whether it's an emotional relationship, whether it's a business relationship at the end of the day, in any kind of relationship that you are engaged in, there was always going to, it's, it's non-negotiable. There will always need to be compromise. If you don't learn to compromise, okay? If you do not learn to compromise and understand the value of taking a step back, right? Or taking a moment to just regain focus, reprioritize, uh, all of that to say, you're gonna have to compromise or else, let me just say this, Alex, it's never gonna work. It's yeah, never correct. gonna work. It's never gonna happen no matter how hard you hustle. If you don't learn to give and release, it's never gonna happen. It's the 50-50 rule if we're talking rules, right? It's 50-50, it's give or take compromise is going to be necessary in any relationship. But at the end of the day, you've got to realize what's more important. And talking It'll about rules. Yeah. So talking about rules, we're on a, the seven rules of life. Uh, we're at Man, episode yeah, yeah. Um, number five. So we've, you know, we've already went through a couple of these. And if you haven't caught up with them, go back and listen to one of our previous shows. And, and get what caught number up are we on, on man? So we're on number five, which number number five is 
stay calm. It's okay not to have everything figured out. Know that in time you'll get there. Oh man, that's a good one. Yeah, let me let me say it one more time. Stay calm. It's okay not to have everything figured out. Know that in time you'll get there. Yeah. You ever been there, Alex? I don't don't know how you feel about this one, but I this one, this one is kind of deep because I don't know if you I'm pretty sure you've been told this before. It's like, dude, you need to figure it out by your parents, right? Our parents are probably the biggest ones that I can think of. They're problem They're, solvers, man. <laughs> they, they, you know, it's like, dude, figure it out. Oh, you need to, oh, you don't know what to do. You need to figure it out. You need to do this. You need to figure it out. And, and you know what, Carlos, I don't know about you, but I still don't have it figured out. No, man. No, no. Dude, think about this. Think about it. I, I'm, I'm, you know, mid thirties here. Yeah, and I still don't have to figure it out. I feel like I'm barely getting you know, started. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I I've made some way financially, and I feel like okay, I'm able to do stuff. I'm looking for another. I feel like I'm barely just getting started, dude. To yeah, be honest, yeah. and right? you feel late to the game, right? No, but you know what? I don't feel late to the game because this yeah, is yeah, my yeah. process. Is is gotcha. my process? Is my yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my time? You have a different timeline than I have a different timeline, and every listener out there has a different timeline. We're all going to get there eventually if you apply yourself and you work hard at it and you educate yourself, increase your value. But think about it like this. When people tell you, figure it out, we tell our kids, stop saying that. I, I, I don't say it. it's like there's certain ways. But when you're trying to encourage other like, oh, you need to figure out what you're going to do for college, what you're going to do for life. It's like, dude, I don't have it figured out. It's OK to just be still. It's okay. We're in. And I think that's exactly what this rule is. Would you agree? It's okay to be still. It's okay to sit tight. It's okay to just be right. But that. But you also have to remember, Alex. I think. I think one of the things that that you know you're you're saying more and more, and I'm sorry I cut you off, is the pressures that come. Right. It's life's pressures, which is why I asked. Do you feel like you're? Do you feel like you're a little late to the game? Right. I do. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I feel like I'm late to the game sometimes. And now, not every game, right? Not every game. Mm-hmm. There's some games that, man, I'm walking away from the court thinking, yeah, good luck, champ, right? But there's some games that I'm like, hey, somebody going to pass the ball, right? But, somebody you, gonna, but you know what? Yeah. You got you to gotta be, you got to learn. I think you got to learn to let, let go of some of those, right? It's like, okay, well, man, dang it. How many times have we said we missed out on this stock? Oh, I mean, man. think about it just on GameStop. Maybe if you would, right. people no. would invest. It's like, oh, I'm late to the game. Okay, bad example, right? Because obviously, I don't encourage GameStop because of all the reasons that we talked about. That yeah. you know, next yeah. blockbuster, blah blah blah. But all I'm saying is, sometimes if you are late to the game or you miss out on the game, don't beat yourself up for it, right? There's always going to be more opportunities to come. You're always going to have another shot. It's okay, right? Not to have it figured out and i honestly i feel like i'm just getting started i'm i'm, I'm doing some other stuff i got other projects and, and we got some projects that we're working together and um but you know it's okay not to have it figured out no absolutely but again i go back to those are pressures that we put on ourselves man and they're pressures that are are real to us you know we all have you know we all have uh, okay for example and here's what i mean by that some of you may be wondering well what do you mean by that 
Well, for some of us out there, you expect to be married by a certain age, mm-hmm. to have kids by a certain age, to buy your first home at a certain age, to get this particular piece of financial stability in your life at this age. And it's great to have these goals, but when you are not there in those moments, you begin to apply pressure on yourself, right? You begin to apply this pressure on yourself and you go back and say, man, I'm missing out. I need to jump on it. And what happens is you end up spinning your wheels on something that the reality may be, it's not time yet. Would you agree, Alex? Yeah, no, for dude, especially when you're I, thinking about I, rule number five. No, I I do agree. And look, let me let me make sure that we don't get this confused. And when I'm saying, oh, I'm not gonna go to college because I haven't figured it out. I'm not gonna do this. That's not what I'm saying. You know, yeah. and let, let's you got to go deep into it. What I'm saying is, it's okay if you're going to college for something and you change your major because you change your passion. Your passion is now this. what I'm saying is those kind of scenarios, it's okay that you don't have it figured out what you're going to do for life because we all have nowadays people are living longer and longer. So we have time, right? If you're younger than us, you you still have time. And some of these, I think Walmart, the guy, and I can go back, he probably started Walmart when he was 42, right? Yeah, Sam Walton. Yeah, man. Yeah, but he had money, of course, whatever, right? But the point is he started it at 42, and right. he probably hadn't figured it out and he was barely getting started at 42. You know, it, it's other other people have started probably younger or older. But what I'm saying is it's OK if you don't know what to do, but there's a difference of being lazy. There's a difference of oh, not taking action. Conversation. Yeah, man. There's, there's some we can go down the rabbit hole with this. So don't don't get it twisted. What we're just trying to say or what I'm trying to say is. It's okay if you don't know what to do or what direction to go. As long as yeah. you're going some type of direction, you can always make detours. You can make change because life is a circle of, of roads going up and down and then going up. I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen that picture. It's not a straight road, right? So that's what when we're saying or I'm saying, it, it, you know, and I don't, and I, I think you agree with this, Carlos. Is oh, I agree, it's not man. that you don't have you don't need to have it figured out but you do need to be doing something productive. You need to be increasing your value. You need to be doing something. It's okay to be pivoting, but not being lazy, not taking action. You're never going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I've always, I've always believed that if you don't set goals for yourself, you become stagnant. You don't find purpose in life and you get to a dark place in life because there's what is there to live for, right? What is there to strive for in life? So, so I would say to those that are listening to rule number five among this segment called the seven rules of life, that yes, you need to stay calm because yeah, you may not have it all figured out and know that in time you'll get there. So don't put those pressures on yourself, right? Don't put these, these imaginary pressures on yourself because just because you're not there now does not mean it's not going to happen later on. I'm going to say it again. Just because you are not there now, it does not mean you will not be there. If that is your goal and you truly believe in that goal, then you can move forward towards that goal, reach towards that goal and arrive at that destination. So, so to those that are applying those pressures on themselves, to those that are thinking, man, that 50, 20, 10, 30 rule, I'm just not there yet. Listen, set a goal, right? 
set some goals for yourself. It's, it's Increase small. your start, yeah, yeah. No, and start, and start value, with small man. goals, right? It, yeah, but start with small goals. Achievable. Sometimes I think, I think yeah, I think sometimes we set um, too many too many goals for ourselves that are too far out there, and yeah. it's kind of and then we can't achieve them and we get discouraged. So maybe set small milestones that that'll get you there. That'll help you create momentum to achieve those larger goals, right? That way, you know what it feels like. That way, you know what you can strive towards. So yeah, I, I completely agree with rule number five. You don't have to have it all figured out, but here's the thing. You do need a plan. You do need a plan. If you plan to succeed, that's great. But if you plan to fail, you will fail. So just because you don't have it all figured out does not mean you should not begin to create a roadmap. It doesn't mean you, know you who, should not launch off on this journey. Yeah, man. And you know who hasn't had it figured out? I don't know if you've been catching up and I'm going to switch here, but yeah, I don't man. know if you've been, I don't know if you've been catching up with this, the Royal family and all the drama, Carlos. Oh, Talk man. about like not figuring it out and they're still having some deep waters. I don't know if you happen <laughs> to catch the interview that, um, that they release. Can I be honest, man? Go ahead. I don't care. Just being honest. Okay. I'm just going to put, listen, yeah. I've been to England. Let me just say this. I've been to England. I hated England. I will never go back to England. If you are from England, I respect the fact that you're from England, but I did not enjoy my time in England. I do not like it. I do not enjoy this royal family. And I know there are people in that country that struggle with this royal family because the people pay into this monarchy, right? Mm -hmm. There, Some of their taxes go towards these people who have these elaborate lives, right? Who really don't make much of a difference or an impact in the world. They're just figureheads, right? It's tradition, yeah, tradition being continued for the sake of it being continued. But now we see the effects, right? Now we see the effects of where tradition is forced. You see the results of just this mess, man. So, so yeah, dude. So the mess, and I know, and I know you don't, you, you don't care, but he, here's what I wanted to point out, right? The interview came out and the in the main focal point is they were concerned about the color of his skin, right? Come and on. you can see you can potentially see why. And I think that's wrong in, in, in today's society and it's not acceptable in, in in today, right? Yeah, man. They're looking at it from those people that are old school, old school, right? And we still have some of those people that are, are racist in and, and, and they're looking at it like, oh, are we gonna have eventually a someone of color uh in 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 our pictures where it's you know royal family why 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 and then suddenly someone of color that's what that person who in the interview that they were talking they don't know who and they're not gonna say who but i think that's what they were getting to right it's like that's their thought process of why they didn't want to give the titles to to archie the the kid right is yeah, because he's not a prince Right. Because He's they took away the title because they were concerned about the color of his skin and the way and all this other stuff. It, but what I want to say, and of course, what I wanted to point out with the story is about not judging people. Right. Because they they 
crucified her saying that she had a lot of stuff and we didn't know the ins and outs and the inside conversations that people are having. And what I want to point out with this story is, I don't know if you know who um, from uh, Chadwick uh, Boseman is. He's yeah, the guy who, yeah. who played Black Panther, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extraordinary actor. Super pumped up in 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 in, in amazing physique. No, but hold on, amazing physique in the movie, and then suddenly he got colon cancer, right? And he started to become skinny. We didn't know because it was not in the media. He started to get skinny. People started making fun of him, memes, and saying like, "Oh, look at this guy. He's on drugs. What's going on with his weight loss?" Making fun of him, not knowing that this guy was battling for his life. He ended up passing away. But people were judging, the internet was judging, and we didn't even know what this man was going through. Same thing with this, you know, is people were crucifying her, and we didn't really know what's going on, what she's battling, what the fights, the the inner racial issues that she's having, yeah. And, yeah. and people are judging. So if anything we can take from the story is, man, is like let's not be quick to judge somebody because we don't know what their inner struggles are. We don't know what they're going to. And maybe somebody sometimes needs a helping hand. It's like, hey, dude, are you okay? How many people are out there? It's like, all I wanted was from the suicide people out there, right? They're, they're saying, it's like, all I wanted was somebody to tell me, hey, I'm here for you. How can I help? Yeah. Right? No, I absolutely. care about you. So that's what I want to take from the story. Not more, not about the royal family, but just, man, it's like, dude, sometimes it's not, it's not be so quick to judge people because we don't know what their inner, inner battles are. Yeah, no, we we never know what's going on inside the house unless you go inside, right? Listen, man, I did the castles. I went to the castles. I saw how much money is in this life. I, I went to Buckingham Palace. Man, I, I did all of it. All what of about it. the food? Bro, the food was disgusting. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. English breakfast. That's some good stuff. They've got some good breakfast, right? And they got some some good fish and chips, man. But that's it. Fish and chips. Fish and <laughs> chips. That's it, man. But that was it for me. That's all I ate the whole time I was there. But I just didn't enjoy it, man. And I don't know if it was because of this whole royal thing and how elaborate it was and how there's a museum for the crowns, museum for the horses, museum for the carriages. And they're spread out throughout the country. Like they're spread out throughout the city. And you got to go to all these places and you got to set up these reservations. It's expensive to get in. Listen, man, if that floats your boat, then you go right ahead. But my whole thing out of this situation is some, uh, somebody made a meme the other day, man. And they said, you know, Harry is simply, let me, let me get this right. Harry is simply doing this because of what they did to his mom. If you know what happened, if you know the story, if you don't know the story, I'm not even going to tell you. Those of you that, if you don't know the story of what happened, go back, take a read, uh, 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 just a read as to what happened to his mom. And you may think to yourself, wait a minute now. Could it be? Could There's a bunch of conspiracies, this? man. There's, There's a bunch so of much out there, right? So much. Yeah. But here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, Alex, at the end of the day, I don't care. <laughs> no, I you don't, know, and I'm, I'm the same way. I, I, I'm too busy worrying about myself, right? That we, I'm we too busy worrying about before. my country, right? 
yeah, we're worrying about myself, our country, what's going on? How do we how do we make our lives go back to normal? How do we enjoy the things that we're that we're we want to enjoy? How do we go to the store without mask and all these other so there's plenty more important things out there yeah, yeah. than the royal family i just wanted to make sure that we we touched on that because it, it's if anything that's what i take away from the story and, and the whole um, ship listen I, I i said i wasn't going to talk about this i'm sorry alex but listen i'm i'm saying i'm saying i'm not saying enough about this family uh intentionally because some of you may not get this but it's complicated the way the the transition plan is set up for people in power and who's the next prince who's the next king who's the next queen who's next in line man if if you begin to do your research as the way this works alex you'd say man why right why no political well, power i do boris johnson do bro won't even comment on it Dude, I kind of know. It's a, like a Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's like a Game of Thrones. It's like this guy's title because of this, because of that. This guy, no. Now this guy's had a kid, so now that goes out. It's like, but uh, yeah, but any, any, anywho, right? Let's let's go ahead and kick us off. So if I say, topic. so if I say, man, if I say, what am I worried about? I'm worried about the American, the American recovery plan that just that just got signed yesterday into the bill, right? It was it just became law yesterday. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited yep. for our country that that there is a third round of checks going into households. It took a long time to get there. I'm, I'm upset that it didn't happen sooner. But now what does that mean for you, right? That means some of you will be getting a $1,400 check, right? If you make under those certain thresholds, that certain amount that we talked about at the last episode. Now your kids also get a check for those $1,400, right? They get that. Unemployment comes in at $300 a week without it being taxed, right? Now you also get extra cash uh, per child this year in, in just uh, uh, when it comes to uh, credits, right? It's gonna run between three to 3,600 in child credits. Uh, FEMA will pay you back up to seven grand if you, if you had a family member that passed away uh, from COVID. Uh, another they're saying well, is- Well, hold on, hold on. Oh hold man, on. there's so, some good stuff, so, man. There's some good stuff. So how do, how do they- how do they determine who gets that? How do they? I get. I, I guess they need to do their own research. But I mean, that's because I. I know personally, you know, a couple of family uh, people close to us that, you know, they had a family that passed away because of COVID. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, I mean, if they're gonna get a relief, I mean, I guess it's like who gets that? Like their partners? Their their their. They need to talk to. The, they need to go talk to their uh to their tax attorney right away. Yeah. Right away, you need to go talk to your tax attorney. Uh, so how seven, much was that again? So just in $7, case they don't know, thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars for COVID funeral reimbursements. Yeah, uh, you know, know the man. most simple funeral out there will run you about ten grand. Yeah, so no, no, it's it's a right help for them, right? Especially some people that that didn't have the means to cover this. That that that's good for them for sure. Yeah, man. No, no, no. Absolutely. You just got to make sure you prove it. At the end of the day, remember. You're still dealing with the government, right? They still want to see proof. They still want to make sure these things happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's why there's, there's death certificates. That's right. That's right. So uh, for the first $10,000 that you get back in unemployment uh, in 2020, uh, you don't have to worry about it being federally taxed, right? That's for the first 10 grand. Uh, free COBRA premiums were going to go up 
uh, are going to go through September. Uh, independent restaurants and bars are going to get assistance or some money dedicated billions of dollars for those. We've talked about it last week. Housing assistance for those uh, handling those rent vouchers, those mortgage voucher, mortgage vouchers. Listen, there's money there, uh, and, and then there's a there's a positive sign for for student loans, and they're going to break that down later on. But here's the other part, man, that wasn't in the in in the actual bill, bill, right? But I'm excited that come May, everyone will be able to get a vaccine if they're looking to get a vaccine. Right. So this American recovery plan, I don't know if you've seen lately and we haven't talked about this much, Alex, but the market has been taking some serious hits, man. Yeah, the market has been taking some serious. I've been hits. watching it like a hawk for sure. And then we haven't discussed like because. No, nah, I've had it in the background, you know, because I'm interested. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I told you, but I, I, I don't know if I might have mentioned it, but I sold all my position that I had in Tesla when it was still high up. Yeah, I know. Um, because I wanted I to capture my that. profits. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still watching it because I definitely wanted to go down. <laughs> so, uh, you know, sorry for the people that are still in it, but I'm, I'm looking forward for it to go down because I want to jump back into it because I still have a lot of faith in Tesla. I just didn't want to. Always buy back, right? There's always yeah, yeah. buy back. Yeah, yeah so it's like I'm hoping that it will go back down and then I want to buy it at a certain price and then just let it skyrocket back because I believe yeah. that it will go back up. A lot of what these other stocks, of course, if you're buying stocks that are not that good, um, maybe they won't recover. But the market always in 10 years always recovers, so always bounces back, always. But yeah, absolutely. So so if I'm worried about anything between the royal family and America getting back to I, I don't want to say the word getting back to work. No, no, no. For America to just recover in certain ways and put money in Americans' money and, and get this economy rolling again. I mean, there's there was some pretty, over the past two days, there's been not significant shifts, right? But there's been some shifts where the market is responding well to this relief bill, right? So I'm excited about it. I'm excited where we're heading. Uh, in my own business, I've already seen an increase in, in revenue just for the month of March. Uh, January and February probably started a little low, but I have seen a, I mean, honestly, man, I've seen a 200% jump increase in March right off the bat. And we just started, what, 12 days ago? So I'm excited where, where we're heading as an economy. Uh, I really am. Uh, but there's there's something else that is still kind of lingering, Alex. Uh, yeah, other- I want to I get your advice <laughs> on, because on, on, some, some of us, listeners were asking right this relationship advice yeah 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 well there's 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 just it still lingers because you know why people are interested right people want to know how do i make certain things happen how do i do this as an individual i'm struggling i feel like i'm not connecting i feel like my wires are off you know i was reading now listen i I don't know about you alex but i love to read some oprah do you ever read oprah the Oprah magazine, no, you, you know, ever read that? No, not really, dude. I mean, I'm, I'm not too much into, in, I mean, it's never really grasped my attention. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know? the reason so I, I don't really know, they must have some good stuff in there, some bad stuff. I don't know because I just don't don't look into it. Yeah, so so here's, here's what I'm going to say. So there was an article recently in the Oprah magazine, okay, that talks about relationship advising and you know oprah you know who oprah is man yeah yeah billionaire will share some yeah 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 absolutely but her and gail and you know gail is one of her best friends Mm -hmm. they've 
they bring in this relationship expert. And according to this article, this was, uh, I think, like two years ago. Here are some things that, that they pulled from it, okay? And I'm, and I'm going to break them down, and I'll try not to elaborate too much on these. But the first one right off the bat was schedule dates to talk about your relationship. Now, think about that. Schedule a time, schedule a date with whoever your significant other is, whoever you may label, to just sit down and talk about your relationship. How are we? Is there something that I'm not doing enough of? Have I made you upset today? Did I make you upset last week? How, how can I do better as a partner, right? What does that look like? Uh, where are some areas that, that you see for me that I should probably think about creating some kind of growth, right? And listen, this isn't, this isn't one of those things that's, look, I'm, I, being a Hispanic, right? Unfortunately, in our culture, it's always the machismo, right? It's all, I mean, we don't yeah. talk about this stuff. We, we take our feelings, we swallow them, and we never bring them back up, right? Like, don't even bring feelings and emotions yeah, into this. Yeah, we make fun of them because they're crying or something. And just because crying is a form of not knowing how to express yourself sometimes, right? right? Depends on the right. form. But, of course, right. uh, I'm just saying that's how, that's how our culture sees it, yes. Yeah, yeah. So in this particular aspect of a relationship – you don't hear these things, right? We don't tell each other these things. And, and no matter what race you may be, no matter uh, what group you may fall in, I'm just using it as, that ex as an example that, you know, some of these things may come across as that's a little, that's a little, that's a little much, Carlos. Well, here's the thing. These relationship experts have realized that the relationship itself gets better over time if you practice these things. So again, scheduled dates to talk about your relationship. Let's go with that first one. Second one is you need to be candid about your feelings, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I have always been a proponent of you need to set clear expectations, right? Don't expect the other person to read your mind and you can't read their mind either. So set these realistic expectations and say, you know, I, I was expecting this because what happens is when you don't set those expectations and you don't communicate, then what happens, Alex? There's friction, right? It creates yeah. separation. It creates anxiety. It, there's, there's a madness there where someone's ticked off. And listen, as I'm going through these, you jump in anywhere you feel like you want to comment, man, because I'm going to shoot these as soon as, no, go ahead. as, quickly as possible. The other one is figure out the reoccurring issues in your relationship, right? And then do something about them. If there is something that is always coming up, I'm going to repeat it again. If there is always something that is coming up, it's a reoccurring thing, and you do not change it, I'll say it again, and you do not change it, good luck, right? So there's that one. Now, the other one is don't expect your partner to be your BFF, right? Your BFF usually tells you everything you want to hear. Would you agree, Alex? Yes. So in that situation, don't yeah, so, expect so your you, partner you, you, to be your BFF in that way, right? You want your partner to be your BFF in, in a relationship way, right? Where they're your best friend, they're your partner, they're your confidant, they're your lover, et cetera. Yes, yes, yes. That aspect, yes. But in terms of don't expect them to always give you the pretty stuff. 
They need yeah, to you gotta, tell you, you gotta where be you need to work on. That's right. That's right. You gotta be you gotta be humble to receive criticism and know how to take it and 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 own it. And then it you know, we apply this to anything, even in work, right? And all that you That's go, right. but um basically it's like sometimes it's easier for somebody to say, Hey, I made a mistake, I own it, it was my bad, it was my fault. And guess what? Everybody moves from it faster. But when that's you don't right. want to own it, that's where most people have a conflict. That's right. That's right. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, the other one is uh, here's here's the other one, and this is called mirroring. So those uh, those that are listening in in, uh, in in school, if you took any uh, 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 any uh, psych classes, uh, this is going to jump out at you and and be a good memory. Uh, focusing on mirroring, uh, the relationship expert wanted to touch on this and said before you comment. Before you speak back, right? Repeat their words out loud. Like remind them of what they have just said, whether it cuts you, whether it, it hinders, whether it breaks you down. Before you comment and say anything, repeat their words out loud, right? So what that will do, right? So in other words, you, you ever been in those arguments where you say, so what you're saying is you think we need more time for just us without friends or kid around. You see how you're repeating that? You see how before you comment, you're taking what they have just said, just to make sure you're understanding what they're trying to say to you, that you are on the same level. You ever done that? Not, not like that, but maybe in a different way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and here's what the relationship expert has said, is that this will not only dramatically improve the accuracy and the quality of communication, by allowing that correction to take place and to you know removing those misinterpretations, but what it will do is it will create a strong sense of being heard and understood in each partner. Kind of a cool uh, way of doing it if you've never done that. Here's the other one. Remember, don't just say how you feel. You got to show it. You know I love you, right? So que te quiero, right? Yeah, no. right, right, yeah, 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 no, no, no. Remember, don't just say how you feel. You gotta show it. Now, here's the other part. Don't be afraid to talk about money. A lot of relationships struggle with this topic, and it's usually a lot of the problems derive and they stem from money, right? So don't be There's afraid to talk about it, right? There's two things that always affects people, right? It's yeah. Um, Money is always one, right? If the well is dry, people are going to have conflicts. So it's how do you work to make sure that the well is always full? And another thing is, you know, is, is sex, right? That's where a okay. lot of issues happen. And and I, it's not on here, but I've seen a lot of articles where the, you were talking about scheduling time, to talk about your feelings and, and talk about your relationship. There's been yeah. times where I've I've read on different articles where the person, the the counsel that's helping them is like, dude, if you guys are both busy, you guys yeah. got to schedule time to have sex. As yeah, weird as yeah, that sounds, yeah. right? Yeah, and put it you on may, your schedule, you might, man. They may find that weird, right? I'm not saying I do that personally or, or whatever, but... Yeah, no, no, it, but it's true. That's what experts say, absolutely. Yeah, that's what experts say. If you guys are both that busy, you got to schedule a time where, you, hey, this is where we smash. All right. So getting back to it, talk about money. It's okay. Don't be afraid. You need to talk about your worries and your concerns of money, right? If you're worried about a financial goal, 
Talk about it. You got to do that. Listen, the expert has said, and I love this. It says a couple that communicates about their financial goals and is willing to work together to achieve them will likely have a deeper bond. Check that out. So if you communicate accordingly and you talk about money and you don't run away from money, whether you don't have enough or whether you have more of, talk about it. Make that happen because what it will do is it will draw in a deeper bond. And then the other one is you got to choose to love your partner every day. No matter what, it says that my favorite piece of advice is the idea that every day we wake up and decide to feel affection towards our partner. You cannot wake up, God. Listen, man, and this is this is quite sad, man. Uh, uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to bring up examples, but you see it in other couples, right? Uh, you see it in, uh, in, in couples that are going through it because you can tell. But you've got to wake up and feel the affection towards that other partner. You can't wake up and, and treat them like they don't exist, right? You got to wake up every day. When you wake up, the first thing you got to notice is a flaw in your partner, right? If you notice a flaw, then it's hard to connect, right? It's hard to feel connected and love for the rest of the day because what you've started your day with is a flaw, Right? Instead of focusing on choosing to love your partner. Now, think that, think about what it does to them. Listen, man, this article, I, I read this article pretty deep, man. Uh, and, 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 I'll leave, and I'll leave it at this. And I'll tell you why I'm going to leave it at this one versus the other one. That when you fight, you fight in a productive way, right? In other words, if you're going to fight about something, make sure that at the end, you learn to just kill it, right? Fight about it. Talk about it, express yourself, but kill it, right? Because then you feel, and, and honestly, you, you align yourself with this mindset of, we get through this, we get through this together, and we move forward. Now, there's a last piece of this article that, that I try to shy, I'm shying away from, man, because it's quite interesting, but it says, yeah, ask your friends agree. for advice, the reason yeah. I don't agree, and maybe you might be there right there with me, man. The reason mm -hmm. I disagree about asking your friends for advice is because you don't know where they're at in their relationship. If they're not sharing it with you, right? Sometimes and they can lead all, you nobody, astray. And plus, they don't, they're not, they don't know both sides of the story. They're not living right. in your shoes. They don't know what's That's going right. on from both sides. So they don't know if you may be painting it a certain way, right? So no, I don't agree with that is that, that one we can scratch that one off but listen if things are going good you need to share that with your friends right because maybe your friends maybe somebody you've never shared relationship advice with if you tell them some of these things that are going well and you share that maybe they'll learn something in their own relationship so again it's well, just one thing how is sharing you, you ammo that one, up right yeah one thing is sharing and the other thing is getting advice that's right Sharing, listening, taking it into account, but, but ultimately they're not living in your shoes. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's where you got to be careful. And I get it. I do. I get it. So that, that kind of, that kind of uh, hopefully will help uh, those individuals that are still focused on this relationship. And we'll try to talk about it again, guys, what, what we're trying to do is give you a balance of everything. We've kind of taken a slight backseat on the politics because we've noticed that that's not a, a fun fact 
and that's okay. But you know, like we'll talk about this recovery bill. If there's anything else that's happening in government, we'll we'll bring it up and we'll try to simplify it, kind of like what we've done today. But we want to make sure we give you a variety of things, right? That if your thing is not business and it's relationship, hey, we've just hit it. If uh, your thing is specifically investments and business, we've hit it today. In relationships, not you just skip right over it. That's why we want to encourage you to listen to the whole show, of course. Uh, speak back to us, talk back to us, write us. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, but Alex, is 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 there anything else that you'd like to say, man, before no, we man, jump I, into I think the quote of the I day? Think we're, no, I think let's go ahead and, and do the quote of the day. Yeah, man. So I was, uh, I, this author is, is straight up known. You ever read one of those quotes that, uh, that you see and you're like, man, that was really good. And then it's like unknown somebody wrote it, but we're not going to talk about who wrote it. I mean, I, I've always not understood that, but today's it's, it's, uh, it's coming from the, from the becoming unbusy. It's funny how uh, today's topics uh, usually somehow in, in the midst of this conversation uh, all kind of connect with being busy, whether that's in relationships, whether that's in partners and when to stop, when not to stop. It's shown, you know, it's, it's been back and forth on it, but this individual author says for once, just stop and thank yourself for how far you've come. This goes back to that rule of life, right? That rule of life of it's okay not to have it all figured out. But it says for one, stop and thank yourself for how far you've come. You've been trying to make changes in your life and all of your effort counts. So don't stop. Keep pushing, right? Just because you're not where you want to be, it does not mean that is the destination. I'll say it again. For once, stop and thank yourself of how far you've come. You've been trying to make changes in your life and all of your efforts count. So again, as you think about your life, as you think about these rules, as you think about where you're heading, look, at the end of the day, you got to give yourself some credit, right? You got to give yourself some credit because at the end of the day, if you keep pushing towards that goal, you keep pushing what you got to do, you'll arrive and your destination will be fulfilled. My name is Carlos. This is Alex. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. It's the time heals. Don't go starting with the lab. Cause you're my girl. You heard that now? And I was like, of course you Dame would. Otra. You're, you're Dame otra. Dame okay otra free beer. Dame otra free beer. It's free. It's free. I'm going to drink as many as I want. Cause I'm going to get up tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't have no alcohol. It's all right. I'll pretend I'm drunk. <laughs>